This is exactly right. Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? My name's Chris Fairbanks. My name's Karen Kilgara. Hi, Karen. Hi, Chris. It feels like I haven't seen you in some time. I've honestly missed you and almost called you one time. You don't ever hesitate to do that. Well, it's it, you're not allowed to anymore. Oh, yeah. You know, people. I've actually had people who I thought were my good friends ca- call them on the phone and have them have the weirdest reactions. Well, I mean, by call me, I did mean for you to just text me. <laughs> but what I'm saying is I missed you enough so that I wanted to call you and hear your voice. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding, of course. I want you to call. <laughs> um, you were gone for, what, two weeks? Over three. Oh, my. All in Texas. I mean, what, seven weeks? It felt like seven. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That slow drift towards those parked cars felt like seven <laughs> seconds. Really, it was just one. Sorry. So it's the same effect. It's quite all right. You notice in TV shows where people are talking and driving, they just turn their head and look at the person? Yes. Because they want their face on camera? I'm, I'm here to tell you that that is not realistic, and you can't look away from the road for one second. Not even one second. I literally just tried to look at Chris like we were having a conversation and almost just took out a whole row of cars. See, that's why we should just be texting and driving because it's yes. too dangerous to actually talk. We should be in two separate cars texting each other. We should. And then reading the texts aloud. Very high speeds. <laughs> Highway. Highway texting is the new podcast that we're going to be doing. At least you're not making eye contact with a person that might be in the car. Now that's dangerous. No. At least when you're texting, you're facing forward it's also it's dangerous physically and then it's also very dangerous emotionally mm. to make that connection with a person it's it's dangerous there's so much risk in so many ways in so many ways i feel not i feel exhausted i think well, so you, you were truly like just this morning came home from a three-week run on the road doing stand-up comedy for three weeks yeah That's... Not, there was downtime and i think it was the downtime i didn't like I wish that all the shows could just be all in one week and a half long period, all next to each other. Yeah. And that would have been great. But all... then you, you had time to kind of simmer in it? Yeah. To, yeah. To marinate? Marinate, oh. a.k.a. feel lonely or like I don't know what I'm doing with my career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to really just have those, ask the big questions, but when you're by yourself in a days in. Yeah, it's important to evaluate your life when you're in a low-rent hotel. Yeah. <laughs> 
I wish I was in Days End. I was in many a in many a couch. I tore them open like the animal from Star Wars and you crawled in like the cushions. Fiona Apple in that one video where you got inside the couch. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I like to picture you like that. I like to picture me in all of Fiona, uh, Fiona, oh, Apple. Oh, I feel oh. terrific. It's gonna be a good one. We're I have a stomachache and a headache. Should we get two you different a, kinds? A ginger ale? Oh, that's old wives' tale. No, ginger's good for you. There's no ginger in ginger ale. Maybe oh in God. the 40s. It's uh, The ginger ale I drink is just one big slice of ginger with, with a little I bit can't, of water. I can't drink a beverage while podcasting. I okay. think I've decided that. Well, there's a little cup of water right there in case of an emergency. Ooh, that I can... <laughs> in case I have some emergency to pour in there. Emergency. So you, you're going to do it. You have to do a lot of the heavy lifting. Okay. Mentally... Who's that? Is that who are we picking up today, <laughs> Matt Karen? Matt McCarthy, which he was. Uh, I think he. I just texted him to come out. So Is he, he on his stoop? He he was smoking a cig on the stoop. Wait. Yes. I, I said we're gonna go on the, around the block and get you, and then he said yes. So that he, was one thing I noticed in Texas. All the comics still smoke. Oh. Yeah. Does I, anyone vape? Uh, I'm sure they do a lot of vaping. But they probably don't talk about it because they don't want to say the word vape. I hope they don't. I don't. It's very embarrassing. It's embarrassing when it comes out of your mouth. Although I have to say that being able to vape inside a bar is kind of fun. It feels very illegal. Yeah. Like it's, it, it feels it feels like the roaring 30s. Roaring it, 20s? And it's funny because I was looking at photos from just 10 years ago in Austin. Maybe it was 10, 11 years ago. Well, that needed no correcting. <laughs> and everyone's in the comedy club just smoking, like yes. hanging out in the comedy club. Yep. Like even then, I think that you weren't supposed to smoke indoors, but it was not that long ago that it was totally normal. Yeah. If you did that now, people would scream and call you a lunatic. They would, they would sue What the twice. fuck are you doing? Yeah, they, would, they would beat you and then they would take you to court. Then the, all the townsfolk would be walking with torches and... They would, hose and pitchforks. They would Frankenstein the shit out of you. <laughs> Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> Please. Let's <laughs> Please. be specific. Oh, I wonder if I can unbutton my leather jacket from the gangster top button position. Do I, I look weird? I noticed your swag. It's a weird jacket. This isn't my kind of jacket. I feel like I'm trying to be cool. I like it. Is it thick leather? Oh, oh. it's it's rubber, I think. <laughs> I feel like I'm wearing it. Just a, like the Fonz. Yeah, yeah, just like the Fonz wore. A baggy wetsuit. <laughs> and your shirt has eyeglasses all over yeah, it. Yeah, little, yeah, little, little, it's like I'm always wearing glasses, but I'm not, get That's, it? It's Do you fun. get it, my little joke about the shirt? I got it. Oh, the shirt? Yes, I'm just wearing glasses. Here's, there's Matt McCarthy. <laughs> hey, there's do you recognize Matt, him? Oh, he's the best. Do you know Matt McCarthy? I do. I've seen him do stand-up, and I'm like, well, that guy's funny. I hope one day I can be friends with him or maybe ride in a car with him. Today's the day. Yay. But... I really hope that you're best friends by the end of this trip. I think Hello? we will. Hello. Hey, dudes. Hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. Have a seat. There's a microphone. He knows what to he do. He knows what to do. This guy's Hi, a natural. Matt. How are you? Good to see you. Have we met before? All we, we did a show, or maybe not. I confuse watching people do stand up for having met them. I saw you at Holy Fuck, or whatever they call that now. And oh, you, sleepaway awesome. camp? Yeah, sleepaway camp, and you were terrific. Thank I'm you. Like, I'm like, who's that guy? Maybe I can be friends with him and or podcast in a car with him one day. <laughs> I'm into that. Well, yep. we're doing it. It's happening. 
Matt also has a podcast. His is all about wrestling. Yeah, we watch wrestling. What uh, new wrestling? Old wrestling? WWE? WWF? Yeah, all of it. Any wrestling? Pro wrestling. We watch Mexican lucha libre, Japanese uh, Kurosawa. I think, I think that's how they say it. You mean Akira Kurosawa? No. Yeah, that's a director. No. Sorry. <laughs> no. She just, Karen just got back from World War II, so forgive, <laughs> forgive her flagrant racism. And, uh, There's just all these different ways you could see this podcast. Also, I've, uh, seven. since she's been back, Matt, uh, I've noticed, don't make any loud, sudden noises. Because <laughs> I wanna... always think, Charlie's coming? Charlie. Oh, Charlie, the that's polite a... racial <laughs> Isn't it nice and fun? <laughs> it is fun. Charlie's in the tree. Charlie. Have you ever been? I went to college with a guy who was uh, overtly racist. Um, Were you in Boston by any chance? No, I was in New York City. It okay. was startling. I was in the Bronx, too. So it was like, but like meeting people from all over. But That's like high-risk racism. A lot of the New, New England people, sure. The New York natives were the most racist people I'd ever met in my entire life and it blew my mind. Wow. I've heard it that. It really blew my mind. I've heard yeah. that more than more than once. I mean, and I, and I was from Rhode Island. It's very densely populated, but I was just sheltered. And I, you know, I realize that more and more. My gosh. Yeah, I'm from the whitest state ever, Montana. and That's fun. Yeah, you don't run into a lot of race. People say disparaging things about Native Americans because they're there, and that always bothered sure. me. Sure. Well, my no. wife's from Colorado, so she understands that. She probably had a similar <laughs> upbringing to me. I grew up in they're a similar rainbow, states. so I don't know you, what anyone's talking about. Really? You grew up in the Yeah, well, there were, a lot of, there were a lot of Natives in her town growing up. Yes. Oh, not in like rich Colorado. I mean, like Durango, Colorado. Yeah, yeah, I've been yeah. there. I, oh, I've been, been to Durango. To the, I used to have a sticker from the Durango Shred Shed. There you go. <laughs> I bought a leash there when I was uh, snowboarding at Crested Butte. Oh, I used to snowboard. Snowboard leash. Those wait, were the but days. Wait, you were going to tell a racist, a racist yeah, yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us racist stories. <laughs> was I? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. you, you were going to say oh. verbatim some of the things this racist friend of yours used to yell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to college with a guy who was, like, overtly racist, and uh, he would get liquored up, and he would run around on campus, you know, late at night. Like, not like... It, we'd be walking home from the bar, let's say. He wouldn't just get drunk and then go running around <laughs> doing this, although possibly. But... Uh, and scream like you know racial epitaphs and be like Charlie's in the trees, Charlie's in the trees. <laughs> oh no! Wow! Oh my God! Was he crazy or is that his? That was his brand of comedy. I guess that he thought that was his brand. I I don't oh, know. Oh yeah. I don't know. He, he was crazy too. He was you know a violent drunk. He was the only one who was he would get drunk and just become violent in a group of very silly drunks. Mm. Wow, and he's yeah. he was in college. He actually got a degree and is out there in the workforce currently. <laughs> he probably not, has a wife he, and kids. Yeah, he went well, he went back to his high school and now he teaches at that high school. <laughs> <laughs> of Seriously? Course. So now he's shaping young minds. Yes, good. Oh, good of good, course, good. good. good, good it's good, important good. a guy like that mold a young forming brain. Yeah. No doubt. No. Char- <laughs> because really to be honest, Charlie is in the trees. It where where is. else is Charlie going to be? I'm sorry, you know. I'm sorry your PC mind doesn't like it. <laughs> Those guys are uh... pro Charlie mind. Exactly, Karen. I'm sick of it. I'm so pro Charlie. They have a racial propensity for tree climbing. They love is it that really there. even a bad thing to say? Yeah. No. We all love tree houses. 
That's I thought why they you were dubbed supposed the guerrilla to guerrilla like warfare it. back in the day. Because <laughs> gorillas go People climb were up in the trees. Yeah. Oh, I always wondered what that meant. Is that sure. really what it meant? I have no idea. I mean, probably not, <laughs> since the spelling is different. Yeah. But maybe. Um, Matt and I had brunch this morning. Is that the that's the meal that people have when they're hungry in between breakfast and lunch, right? It's the meal people right. have when they want when they want to drink in the morning and talk right. shit about people. Okay, yeah. that's what I find. Okay, we're good at it. I've and never we, had, we had a good one. I, we had I, a good one, and and what's interesting is Kevin's last name is Kaminsky, so it was Karen Kilgariff, Kevin Kaminsky, me and Glennis. Uh, we're like, oh my gosh, if it was one less K. So many Ks. It would be racist. It's, this is the theme. Back to racism again. Racism. Oh, we're not going to get away from it. Oh, you can't. Have you seen that Mexican wrestling? <laughs> That's the, racist. Uh, I've, uh, I, I had to uh, commentate it once. Oh, was it fun? It was very fun, but it made me very nervous because the people watching are very serious about the wrestling. So you have to be funny... But also not say anything bad about the wrestling. Yeah, you have to be respectful. Oh, you must respect the moves. That's Even how- <laughs> when it's two little little guys dressed like chickens coming out of an egg that crack. Like the theatrics with the Lucha Libre are pretty terrific. Yeah. Matt, do you know who those what wrestlers are? What is that? Is are? that Lucha Vavoom? Lucha Vavoom, yeah, yeah. Lucha Vavoom. Yeah, that's been? not for me. That's not for you? Uh-oh. I, I take it so seriously, I can't even show up and watch the guy come out uh, of See, I wonder, <laughs> that's kind of what I, because But they, a lot of the talent that does work there, I go and see them up in Reseda, do what they do, and they uh, are outstanding. Well, this that seems like it must be, uh, you must be torn because it's... Actually, now we're back to gorillas again. It's pro wrestling gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what PWG. that's called. That's oh, really? That's, I yeah. was going to go wow, to that. Ron Funches said that's sure, the most Funches amazing is, thing ever. Funches I, is always there. I want to go. I'm always there. And that's the kind of wrestling where they break fluorescent bulbs and staple each other in the face and stuff. No, right? no, no, no. This is this is much more like the lucha libre in Mexico. And, oh wow! Uh, everybody does a. Uh, uh, a tope suicido over the top rope or well I guess that's through the rope whatever but everybody flies everybody flips everybody flops it's a uh, outstanding wake the kids well, it sounds like that's absolutely something you couldn't take seriously or that should you you should take seriously I don't know what yes I'm and then to say. and then you, you even sit there and then you can have problems with that and being like why aren't they doing this why aren't they doing you know it's wonderful to nitpick <laughs> oh like you're a purist if you're sitting there you're like they're not being legit enough because blah 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 well no no I mean sometimes I'm like you know why does everybody need to do a flip over the top rope <laughs> it is part of the spectacle. And that it's coming out of that Lucha Libre style. but uh, And it's a, just a different way of, like... Because there's so many different ways of doing pro wrestling. It's it's remarkable that the, the only one that broke through to the mainstream, the biggest, was what Vince McMahon put forth. <coughs> like the theatric uh, character wrestling. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Whereas, like, in Japan, they it's still immensely popular and they you know everybody knows that it's a show but it's like nobody it's 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 still presented like sport and it's much more <laughs> crazy to watch and intense to watch and actually January 4th they're doing their first pay-per-view that they, is going to air in the United States and the guy that used to do play-by-play for the WWF is doing the play-by-play for well, Who's it? that guy? Is that the guy that has Good a... old JR Jim Ross. <laughs> oh, okay, JR Who's the guy that has a burger chain? Hulk Hogan and Pasta Mania. Is that maybe Mean Gene Okerlund? Mean Gene, yeah. Mean Gene's Burgers. 
They were in. There was a place in Missoula, Montana, called Mean Jeans Burgers. Oh, I would love to eat that. There, I, I did a show in Atlanta once. I would love to eat. This. I would love to eat it, and I took a cab all the way to the outer perimeter outside Atlanta to go to Abdullah the Butcher's House of Ribs and Chinese food. Oh, that's terrific! Wow, was it, it good? It was the most MSG-drenched food I've ever eaten in my life, and I couldn't stop eating it. <laughs> well, that's the thing about MSG. You just can't stop. Yeah. It's delicious. It's so good. It's wow. the best. Um, yeah, it, was, it felt like it was kind of... I forget what neighborhood or what town it's called or whatever, but it was outside the perimeter. Do you have, Matt, any passions that equal your passion for wrestling? Oh, Comedy. So then you must, that's what I was going to say. You must be. Oh, and I also love movies. You've uh, you've been (laughs) in my house. You've seen all those DVDs and videotapes I have. Oh, okay. All right. Because Lucha Bob. I love everything. What it is, is I think people think uh, all I do is love pro wrestling. And I do feed into that just because I think it's funny Mm -hmm. that people think, because I think people think that I like it at all means that I'm crazy into it but I am crazy into it but no more so than comedy or movies or entertainment in general okay for sure it's just the thing you talk about more absolutely because I it, it's it's hysterical because literally nobody cares <laughs> you know it, it, it's one of those things where like I'll wear like an obscure shirt just to get somebody to go oh wow that's really cool and, and then you can start you spark up a conversation with this you know this oddity and, and it and it is it's funny. The more that I do it, the more that I realize how not just myself felt marginalized being a fan, but like the idea of a closeted wrestling fan. <laughs> like my best friend in the world, Vince Averill, who co-hosts the show with me, We Watch Wrestling, he would ditch out of this years ago. Like, like he approached me. He approached me at the taping we both did for Live at Gotham. Uh-huh. And he's like, hey, I hear you're into uh, pro wrestling. I'm like, yeah, man, I love pro wrestling. <laughs> and then he's like, hey, I'm having a WrestleMania party. We should go. And then, you know, a friendship was born, like a lifelong <laughs> friendship. Nice. Um, but my point is, is that we would be at bars or shows talking about wrestling and other comedians walk over and he's like, you know, I got to dip out of this right now. And he would just walk away because he couldn't. Couldn't own up to it. He was too ashamed. Oh, that's People funny. make you feel ashamed. <laughs> oh, ashamed. <laughs> yeah. Well, so under- that is a big part of the show, uh, of the podcast. And I think uh, because a lot of non-wrestling fans listen to it because, and I do feed into that of like the intensity and talking about it seriously and, and being like, you know, I play into the, I explain this a few issues back where I was like I when we go to PWG up in Reseda I have decided in my head like I don't start walking around like an old lady or pretend that my teeth are falling out but I pretend that I'm an old woman in 1976 with wigs and 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 I'm at Madison Square Garden and I've been watching pro wrestling since the late 1800s (laughs) why do you have to be a lady? because if you watch old pro wrestling tapes from like the 60s and especially the 70s and very early 80s it is. It is not men, and it is not uh, uh, young kids. Um, it is in the front row. It is predominantly old women. Really, and some of them what? are furious <laughs> at uh, these heels. Wow, I can't. Bad guys. That's amazing. That's oh yeah. There's really one, weird. One of my favorite clips. <laughs> that's um, crazy. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's you got to think of like that's the that, 
think of um, it, when it was regional, before cable TV, before Vince McMahon ruined it. It was in every market in the country. Oh, yeah. It was a regional thing. Every local TV station had basically its own wrestling that they showed. There was like... It, all the territories were all split up between all these promoters. And then you got to see all these different acts coming to your town but it was the local live entertainment every single week like in memphis they they would run the wrestling show every single monday for every week of the wow. year it's a, it's a, it's just incredible that's incredible <laughs> it's incredible y'all that is i mean i find it incredible you guys want to go see that wrestling that jerry the king lawler he ain't gonna get beat well, I can see then why well, you goddamn that maybe don't like the uh, Lucha Vavum then because right. you want to keep your wrestling and your comedy separate. And I used to... Well, no, not necessarily, but but uh, yeah, I don't want the comedy to become before... I want it to be a pro wrestling show. Right. But they definitely do things that are very tongue-in-cheek and right. very, we're all in on this. And, right, and right. we're all enjoying the show at once, which is fantastic. And that is like, it quenches such a thirst of mine. But also... If they're going to act like the pro wrestler and they're going to act like the referee, I, it is my duty to act like the fan sure. who showed up. And, and, and God damn it, I go to PWG, I stand outside all goddamn day waiting to go in there and scramble <laughs> to get a seat. I'm going to get liquored up and I'm going to scream at those referees. Matt, can I ask you a quick question? Yeah, what's up, Karen? Did you do crystal meth before you got in No, I wish. <laughs> okay. I get, I, I'm sorry, I get fired up when I talk about <laughs> I No, I love it. We used to talk about it all the time at, right. at work. But that is part of it. I, I do it because it's... I, it, I know it's hysterical because who cares? It's right. pro wrestling. But then it's like, it is my duty to care. And I, It's up to me. Yeah. If I don't, then, then, then it doesn't exist. If I don't care... Pro wrestling ceases to exist. They can't do it for each other. It's not like can't a, do it without a basketball game where they can do it with no fans there and still have a winner. I've seen those games. There you go. You can get bootleg copies. Right, no like one the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> yeah. what, what is the point of that? What is it without the whistling? It's not. I am, uh, yeah, I used skateboard a lot, and I used to not talk about it because I was. I thought people would think it was childish or what something. What did people and, assume that meant about you? Like, and, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I don't care anymore. I used to care what go. people thought of me. Yeah, no, no, I'm just uh, angry at everyone. But I, uh, I do, oh, I do no, remember. I there was a time when uh, I was able to interview skateboarders uh, for fuel, and then they wanted it to be funny. And I was like, "Oh, this is great! It's the colliding of both my interests." But I did not like it. I want yeah. to keep them separate. I, I'm serious about skateboarding, and when I was like kind of making fun of it, it did not feel good. And so maybe right. that's kind of maybe what Lucha Vavum is. Too. Well, yeah, because I think the uh, kind of a standard approach is like a sneer. Definitely. Like everything it doesn't like have the... to be a sneer. Right. And I think that's just kind of, that's a TV. If you're, right. like the idea is if you're going to do comedy on TV, that's how you have to approach things. Like it's not cool to really like something. Right. Oh, no doubt. Like, it, like if, it, it, at PWG, there are moments of irony. And and it's moments of comedy. Which one's PWD? The one up P- in receipt. Oh yeah, Whereas yeah, yeah. Whereas Boom, it it feels like they're making fun of. It doesn't necessarily make they feel like they're making fun of pro wrestling. Maybe, but pro wrestling fans maybe. Yeah, it's that's more of a variety show, and wrestling is like sure. one fifth of it. I think that's right. That's yeah, because there's burlesque and uh, yeah, right, and, and then hot I, rods. And I am not as keen on burlesque. As most people. I like when girls quit burlesque and become roller derby <laughs> girls. That's cool. I like yeah. when roller derby girls quit and become born again Christians. I, That's my favorite arc. I just like Christians. Oh. Yeah. I had to follow a burlesque act that uh, was naked and peed in a glass and then balanced <laughs> it on her head. 
Oh, wow. No! So I've got a chip, chip on my shoulder. When was that? That was at the Mo Pickens uh, year anniversary and show. She had urine York, on her shoulder. A few years ago, many well, that, years ago. That's That almost seemed, that's pretty pornographic. Yeah, I didn't like it. No. That's Nobody gross. told me. Hey, hope you're all into pee play. No. And no, none of us no. are. No, that was the most upsetting part is everyone, she got a standing ovation. People were there to see her do this. Pee in a cup? She walks out on stage stark naked as the day she was born. Uh-huh. Uh, this is hardly And burlesque. probably about <laughs> three pounds less heavy. Then she has two glasses of white wine that she's balancing on her open palms. And she's kind of doing like a walk like Egyptian thing. I forget what kind of music was playing because... The bangles? I, I, I hope I, the bangles. I went deaf with anger. So then uh, she puts one glass of wine on top of her head and then chugs the other one. Then squats down over the empty glass, pees in that. With control and without splatter? <laughs> People showed. People paid money to see this. Of course. Were they of Japanese course. businessmen? No, they were East. They were East New York scumbags. Oh, okay, was, sure. Um, Similar they, interests. Uh, and then, question. and then rinse, wash, repeat. Then she did it with the other one. And then that at the very end, she took a baby sip of the piss. No. And then mm. scurried backstage. That's what happens in a mental hospital. And that, that's and when everyone's hardly. boners crawled into their bodies like turtle heads. No, Permanently and forever. People stood on their feet and wanted more. See but that's, instead they got me. That's what. I, that's why I don't. That's every audience when they come see comedy. You'd rather just be watching some like naked that. girl drink pee. Yeah. Well, also to me, that's like that's horrifying. That's that's no a crowd mentality. That's like I'm going to do something that's that's taboo, and then everyone's right. having their own individual type of freak out. But it's being interpreted as positive feedback. But it's just it. No one should be peeing in a yeah. cup. Yeah, that's I suppose so. I would I would love to talk to every single person that was there. I would love to talk to her. Uh, I would love to talk to management. Um, but <laughs> it, because my memory of it is that everybody loved it. Huh. And then I know for a fact when I went up, they hated my fucking yeah. seven minutes of jokes. Yeah. But, yeah, they were like, well, is he just trying to be funny? I, I thought we were here to just see, to react where's to things. The, where's the scatology in all of yeah. this, they When said. is he going to drink his pee during a joke? <laughs> and Why there was pee on the, the stage. There was like pee uh, on the see, stage. See, that's just unprofessional as a, as a pr- performer opening for someone. Disgusting. You always clean your Right, urine. like it was like a marathon <laughs> show. Shecky Burfold taught me that. Yeah, I got slammed right in that. Oh, up. man. That's uh, amazing. Well, you had a good show the other night. At um, Matt and I did Joe DeRosa's show at the Belly Room at the Comedy Store. True. Um, Never been in that place before. The the store. Yeah. Good for you. Neither of I mean, I go there and then I'm like, why am I here? And I leave. It's really bad vibes there. Although the bad guy that I met, in, the guy in the parking lot was really nice. He got me a parking space. Which and was honestly, super cool. the guy that books it now, he used to be a waiter at the Tempe Improv, and he's the sweetest dude ever. He made me like a mixtape when I left because oh, I mentioned cool. a band on stage. Oh, yeah, he's the so best. So he's in in it for but, the love of the game. Yeah, but I think that he's been there long enough to where maybe I don't know. I don't know if he's uh, still. I think he's still cool. But I know I don't work there. I don't know. But I don't ask for stuff. It's a. T- I think that's a real click. You they they're the ones that do that thing of like, 
you have to go do a certain number of sets and then be asked back. It's right. like old, old school. It's this process. Then you audition in front of this decrepit lady who breathes through a tube and then, or I'm not talking about anyone specific. Yeah, I am. We know I am. But I can say that. My uh, my dad wrote jokes for her ex-husband. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Let's not talk about that family. Yeah, no, let's not talk about my family either. Oh, look at this fancy Japanese place. Yeah, wow, I brought you. So I wanted sweet. to bring you guys here. <laughs> let's do. I want to. Let's do a mock karate fight there. That's kind of amazing. What does it say? It's a te- it's probably a Buddhist temple of some Us kind. Us idling and looking at it is probably bad mojo. Let's move. <laughs> let's drive straight. Oh, into it. it says on it. It says yeah. It says Can temple. You read that? It's a Buddhist temple, isn't it? Thien Hao. How are you? Temple, Chinatown, L.A. Oh, okay. It's really wow. cool looking. It's a beautiful temple. Do you get to go visit that when it's in the normal daytime, I wonder? Like a like during a Catholic the... church where anybody could just waltz in? Yeah. No, during the day, they put, a, uh, they put a tent feels, over it. It doesn't feel like that. <laughs> during the day, it, uh, they put a termite tent so no yeah. one pays attention to it. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. <laughs> I do like t- Chinatown in L.A. It's, it's such a weird... It's kind of legit. Let's drive through that. Um, where's the big archway? Uh, where uh, is it near Union Station? I don't know. I, what are you talking about? I don't know. I figured you'd know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, with the big dragon. Like there's like a big statue of oh, a goddamn yeah. dragon. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I vaguely know what you're talking about. When we went to the show with Henry, when Henry did the episode, I think we were by that archway oh yes yes remember that yeah and it's straight out of rush hour oh too yes oh my god yeah then let's then let's go through the second street tunnel that they use in the terminator oh, oh we boy. Do that. oh let's do that yeah oh, let's shebang. do that we have so many we, sights to see while you oh, guys I love just hear it sound. whenever i go to santa Ooh, monica if i've got no time i uh drive down olympic all the way back so i go through the uh go past the building from die hard it's oh. so fun to Nakatomi Plaza. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's Nakatomi Plaza is here. It's like the where's Nakatomi Plaza? Fox building or something in on Olympic. Nakatomi Plaza. <laughs> it's in Century City. Uh, I don't know if it's. I don't think it's in Century. I don't know where. I, I honestly have no idea what part of town it's in because I've never had to stop. Yeah. But whenever I'm in Santa Monica and I drive back, I take. A, if you take Olympic, look what we're heading toward. Oh, that's gotta be. That's not Nakatomi Plaza. No, it's oh, not Nakatomi Plaza. Look at the, it's the big arches. Matt, look. Yes. Matt, I did it. The accidentally. Dragon. See? Wow. No, Karen, you knew. You knew the whole time. Look I at knew those dragons. Karen, you are Los Angeles. Those are home. majestic. These majestic dragons are on Broadway if anybody wants to come and, and see these them are themselves. The, they're like the Asian-style dragons, not the kind from Game of Thrones. No, no. These are not, this these is are not long, Khaleesi's they're, dragons. They're very no, no. serpentine. Yeah. These are a big trouble little China dragon. Oh, and you know you're in trouble when you see <laughs> those it, eyes light up. Isn't it unsettling that so many different cultures on the planet that never had any interaction with each other have centuries and centuries of mythology about dragons? Mm-hmm. Like, like England and China both like have like dragons, giant. So, oh, okay, you're okay, right. Giant. That's because they were real. They I were? believe in the Loch Ness monster. Probably. Do you? I do. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a flathead lake monster where I'm from, but it turned out to be a giant sturgis. Don't you think that... A sturgeon? Sturgeon. It's from Sturgis, though. That's uh, it was, Harley it Davidson. It turned out to be a biker. Yeah, it was a, a big biker. A middle-aged man yeah, biker. Just, uh, yeah, yeah the, well, because that explanation that that a lot of deep lakes are connected by underground caverns and that there could be families of brontosaurus 
yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Not the Tory Plaza. Oh. Whoop, whoop. Um, That's the sound of the police. Like that they could have somehow lived. That's the sound of police. Whoop. Oh, reggae. What, um... So I'm those, sorry, Karen. It's yeah. okay. I just believe the in the fuzz. Loch Ness Monster. It doesn't matter what you say. I think you're absolutely <laughs> right. Because if you consider the fact that like we're exploring outer space when we haven't been to the bottom of the ocean yet. That's right. That's preposterous. 80% of the ocean hasn't been explored, right? 80? No doubt. Well, it, yeah. Oh, wow. more than that. More but than 80? It, but I would, you might even be citing some... Jacques Cousteau quote about like how because the national territory of the United States extends X amount of miles past the the California coast like uh-huh. well 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 into the ocean oh so like I think you could technically say eighty percent of the United States has is still unexplored wow wow in those terms yeah good lord isn't that nuts what, it is who nuts I give my money to and it's all glowing with phosphorus I and guess weird- the Cousteau yeah. Estate. I don't know. Oh, I want to go. And then, like, you or got do I? You got <laughs> these giants. Ocean? Maybe I don't. <laughs> you got these giant squids that they talk about on TV that they like. See. They've never seen, but they like eat. You know, uh, giant whales yeah. and stuff. Oh, that's so scary. It's crazy. It's so crazy. I love those pictures when it's like a whale and then a diver next to the whale that looks like a tiny fly. Like I love <laughs> perspective like that. Yeah. That's my favorite because it's such a fascinating thing of like, you know, whales are big, but you don't understand how big they are unless you've been to the Natural History Museum in New York. Oh, oh, well, yeah, because I got to, I was lucky growing up in. Oh, there it is. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, awesome. We'll go that way. That tunnel. That was the tunnel. Oh. Um, Oh, growing up in Rhode Island, so it's like there's a, you know, a, a, a maritime history and going to. The aquarium, but going to the uh, the Boston uh, uh, Sea Museum. Crap, I can't even remember what it was called. Wait, I haven't been to any of that. Museum stuff. Of there's another one up there, but then there's this one. Should I go to the other one? No, let's do both. Okay. We're just doing tunnel stuff. This is. <laughs> this tunnel was built by a dragon. <laughs> yeah, this tunnel is no good though. It, it is the other tunnel's the one. But, let's uh, go. Let's go right. to that one. Let's, let's not. We know what tunnels are. It's not like we have to do every single tunnel. Hey, well, you know what? I... The guy who gets into the cabin, Ghostbusters. Let's not dawdle. Nice. <laughs> you do love movies. I love them. Let's oh, not God, dawdle. I and I love piece of crap movies, like shitty, like I like mean, the one that we watched that night. Pulse Beat. Pulse Beat. Pulse Beat. I can't believe that that guy's actually been in a bunch of other stuff. I watched a couple good movies. Like, he played Woody Harrelson's dad in uh, Kingpin. Oh, yeah, that guy. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I just watched S- Kingpin. Sweeter than you. Me You've got to see this movie, Pulse Beat, Chris. Okay. Pulse Beat. freak out. It's okay, so well. funny and stupid. Who it's made a, it? Tell a, me about it. It's just these two Spanish brothers wrote and directed and produced it, and they never did anything else. And it's this um, aerobic... Sex comedy. Oh wow! That was shot in a racquetball court. Oh my gosh, we're in the tunnel now. This is homeless, nice. homeless, homeless, homeless. Four homeless. Wait, what movie is this from? The Terminator. This is when uh, they they get chased by the Terminator through this tunnel. Uh-huh. The first one. Uh-huh. Also, I think uh, when Mel Gibson uh, like hangs out of the side of the car and is trying to shoot somebody in the first Lethal Weapon, it might be in this tunnel as well. Okay. Nice. And then um, 
Uh, I'm definitely Ooh, not like remembering a couple other things. And the, oh, and this cool how it, I like the tip of it. Yeah, yeah look when, at when that. It spaces out Fans like that. out. Oh, that's I like it. It's beautiful. Shining Street. I wish they would clean it up a little. <laughs> yeah, they could fix some of There's the tiles. There's some missing tiles. They could they could give it a rinse. Yeah. Give it a sure. polish. If you have you ever seen it in film or television, it, it's all very shiny. It's wonderful. Yeah, they just do that in post. I bet THX 1143 was shot in there a little bit. There you go. Remember that? <laughs> Is that the first George Lucas movie? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Where it's Robert Duvall with a shaved head in, in uh, like a white, white jail. space. Yeah. Uh, I saw that when I was seven, I believe. God bless you, Karen. It was Never seen not it. okay. My friend John Bloom <laughs> said to his parents he wanted to be an astronaut when he was six. So his mom rented him space camp. And That's a great 2001 movie. A Space Odyssey. Oh, no. <laughs> and watched those by himself. Hey. Oh, so no. there you go. Saw Interstellar. That, me too. That was that blew my pants off. Loved it. Did, Did you, you think it? it was kind of Scientology-ish? No. I okay. thought it was, you know, I mean... It, it, <coughs> Space well, I guess it, I guess it was like Scientology because <laughs> yeah. it struck me as a, you know, the plot line, if you looked at it from afar, was just a trite sci-fi movie. Yeah. But it was very good. What very is good. Christopher Christopher Nolan Scientologist? I don't know. I just do know I that not. I don't want to blow the movie for anyone. But Space Ghosts. Okay. All right. That's all. Uh, I haven't seen. Yeah, it. they're gonna they're gonna get a uh, unless it was made by Warner Brothers, they are gonna get a lawsuit. From people that own Space Ghost. Yeah, they should. What, it's no. coast to coast. <laughs> that means. <laughs> <laughs> There's no space room for ghost. another space ghost. I wish I could remember the actual space ghost thing, but yeah, of course, coast to coast. Yeah, it was great. It was I can great. legit hand to God swear, swear to God, the Lord I and space ghost. <laughs> Jesus, space ghost was my favorite, along with the Herculoids. It was really great because I, by the time I, it, it, I was catching reruns of a lot of those action Hanna Barbera cartoons on Saturday mornings in in the. In the in the repackaging under the title of um, World of Super Adventure, mm. <laughs> so you... it had Herculoids, Fantastic Four, Space Ghost, Birdman, uh, and the like. The, Did the you big ever see, genie, C uh, Lab twenty twenty one. Yes, exactly. Yes. Is that the guys with the little the Muppet people? No. Okay. It's, they just took an old. I think it was originally called C Lab, and mm. then they revoiced. They used like all the different sections where there was action. But then they just revoiced everything, mm-hmm. and it is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. It's amazing. It's it's like a real cartoon of like people that live under the sea in a in a laboratory. I really like repurposed old footage. Yeah. With comedy. Oh, then you got to see Sea Yeah, it's I'm gonna watch great. it. It's real, real good. I'm gonna watch the Dickens out of it. I really like it. What are you gonna do, sub? Oh, just oh. Yeah, I you mean, don't know how the world it, works, lady. Ma'am. Lady, you really blew it, ma'am. Bad driver, bad driver. And then she, she had the Whoa. gall. And then twenty twenty, we give a little stink eye. Twenty twenty, we just drove past a building with those numbers. Huh? I think it's Sea Lab twenty twenty one. Like the original was twenty twenty. Oh, I, I was remember. looking at the wrong side of the street then. <laughs> uh, we could drive by. Isn't there? Isn't the Sunday night show? There's the one at Tex, right? Oh, certainly. There's, have you done that one? I, I have. It. It's been some time, but it's it Zach is enjoyable. Zach Sherwin show. There's that one. I love Zach Sherwin. He's the best. And what is? what are other Sunday shows? I was kind of doing a route where I was pretending we were driving by Sunday night shows. Oh, of course. Well, let's keep doing that. Okay. Uh, I don't know. 
though, so I'm bad at... Um, there's certain comics that are like, oh, the five shows on Monday? I, I don't ever know. <laughs> I never know. And so that's why my career isn't... Uh, there used to be on Cabaret on Sunday, but they moved, or they are moving locations. I recall that being the name of something. Yeah. Um, this is not a good direction for us to go down. I have no idea where we are. Matt, do you know where we are? I believe we're in Echo Park. How long have you lived here in Los Angeles, Matt? Uh, I've lived in Los Angeles uh, just over two years. Wow. But, uh, I didn't know it was be, that short of time. I moved here October, uh, uh, November 1st. Well, not November 1st, but I moved here November 7th. 2012. And you, of course, spent time as a New York comedian before that, right? Yes. And I lived in New York for basically 15 years before do you, that. Do you wow. miss anything about being a New York comic? Um, yeah, knowing, like, something that you just said, like, knowing all the rooms, knowing yeah. the places to go, knowing sure. how to get there, you know, having a, like, because, I mean, that's where my roots are, that's where I started. I've, I, I've, I've never done stand-up in Rhode Island. I found it very exciting to do stand-up in New York the times I've gone. Yeah, it's I love wonderful. New York. But, I love it. But, but what do you like about being here then? Just the fact that you Just, can get work? Yeah, the practicality of like sure. being able to you know, be in a car, the freedom of that, the freedom of not, not relying on public transportation or the weather not sucking. The weather in New York is abysmal, even yeah. when it's hot. Oh, yeah. that humidity is insane. That's a deal breaker. It's, it's, I mean, I might hate it in the city when it's hot worse than when it's cold. Yeah. You know? I think I definitely do. Well, I, I, I definitely do. I don't even know why I said I might. I definitely yeah, do. Let's commit, let's commit to that. Because I'm also, I hide from the sun. I'm very fair-skinned. I have red hair. What am I supposed to do? Yeah. And that humidity is yeah. like being in a sauna, but on the subway it's or like walking on a behind sidewalk. A, yeah. Because and, then, and then you get a breeze, and it's like walking behind a bus. And at every time I've been there, the, the garbage people are on strike, and yeah. there's just piles of fish guts no smoldering doubt. in the heat. <laughs> you know, it's too cold, the subway stops working. It's too hot, the subway stops working. It rains, the subway stops working for the whole weekend. I mean, it, it, it's a crisis. <laughs> there's a crisis happening in New York City. No one's doing anything about it. I do remember there being piles of garbage, and it made me want to jump into them from fire. I always wanted no to jump doubt. off a fire escape into a pile of bags, bags of garbage. Oh, like off a building? Well, Not just like walking by? After a while, I was just walking by and diving. But okay. I did jump off one fire escape into some garbage. Did and, you really? Until oh, I hit it. There was a, t- a garbage can hidden under a bunch of piles of garbage, and I jumped on it. And it was filled with fish guts, scale, <laughs> blood, and fish... And it poured Sherwin-Williams on my whole body. Oh, no. And I reeked, and then we went out to eat, and I just was covered in fish guts, and people complained, and that's the end of my story. Um, I want to be on your side for that, but it was the garbage. I'm not on my side. You're not either? I'm on the garbage's side. Matt, will you be on Chris's side? Yeah, that garbage stinks. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You know what? The more I think of it, I'm kind of on my side. All I was doing was innocently leaping into it. Why did it have to get on me? <laughs> you know? I, know, I remember a guy trying to like leapfrog over a mailbox and then just shattering his ankle. Oh, I, I, no. shattered a, I shattered a bone in my foot, like Irish step dancing. So I'm, oh. I'm no better. Wow. There's so much uh, risk. Both incidents happened in New York City. <laughs> and were, was garbage involved in either of them? Yeah, we were drinking. <laughs> we were drinking that garbage. You we garbaged garbage. yourself? We were being garbage. What is your favorite, Matt? What's your favorite thing to get drunk on? Yeah. I guess beer, cause, <laughs> because you can pace yourself. Yeah. You know, as opposed to like 
whiskey. I, 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 I've hopefully learned to temper my, my hard alcohol intake. Yeah. Like, for instance, I, I will never, ever again for the rest of my life touch uh, Jägermeister. Uh, no, that's, that's the worst. Happened. Anything with sugar. I've been drinking uh, tequila, and I find it to be a nice, clean... Tequila's wonderful. No hangover, uh, stimulating mm-hmm. beverage, and beer makes me feel bloaty and sore. But what? Um, but I enjoy beer. Yeah, tequila I makes I me feel like I've gone insane, though. At night, uh, yes, there has been these episodes lately <laughs> where I've, uh, you know, gotten violent or, or not violent, but threatened, and maybe late at night texted uh, people that oh, I shouldn't and yeah. things like. Get your motor running. Yeah, yeah, just to get that, just to feel alive again, <laughs> you know. The, yeah, start sparking. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, but I know that when I what wake up, do? it's start anti-inflammatory. It I'm just sparking it up, and I'm not getting my joints all swollen. I'm just sparking swollen. it up. Olay, olay, olay. Uh, I would. I really loved. Uh, we used to drink Jameson's and cream soda. Sure, I love James. Dan, my friend Dan. Do you remember Danny Spios? I don't remember Danny Spios. He was my, he was my good friend, and he made up a drink called the IBC Missile. Oh, boy. So it was IBC cream soda and Jameson, with the Jamesons, like, you do the shot. I like, I like pun-based drink. (laughs) When Surge was a popular beverage, and then it disappeared, we'd we'd mix it with gin just by accident, and that's, that's a Surge in general, and, and so we thought that was such a great, (laughs) Surge in general. It was such a great idea that we drank it on purpose just so we could call it that but none of us should have been having gin and soda oh, gin is like night. drinking hairspray gin's that's the worst uh, hangover I've ever had in my life yeah it's, it's, it's got like juniper bush poison in it right isn't yeah. it like yeah. actually tear away I mean, your my innards? godfather god rest his soul Danny Cooney he loved drinking gin he was he, he'd tell me he's like I love the taste of gin ew did he have bright bright red cheeks yeah, God bless. I mean, he's dead. He, he had uh, stomach cancer. What do you think it was from? It's from drinking bottles of gin. Don't God bless yell at me. him. God bless. Just the Lord blessed him immediately. God bless him. But I mean, like, he, he he would come by sometimes, and then he would go off the radar. Like he would go off the radar. Some, he was my father's roommate in Providence College, mm. and uh, my godfather, and then uh, my godmother uh, uh, Jean Cooney. God rest her soul. She died of cancer. <laughs> oh, no. Then he remarries another woman that he may, meets in a cancer survivor group. Oh. She dies of cancer. Too soon. She dies of cancer. No, Tunes, no. Too this soon. is the saddest story anyone's ever said. My grandpa Not died drinking gin, He was such, gin a, such an amazing really? heart. Yeah. Such an amazing heart. He would, uh, you know, he would kind of, um, he would take in homeless people. Like, he, he had a story about a homeless guy stealing his car. You know? Oh, like he would drink with them? No, he would try to get them back <laughs> on their feet, and he'd be like, come use my shower, come sleep on my pull-out oh, couch, you yeah. know? And, and then the guy would be like, can I use your car? And he's like, sure. Oh, Never wow. see him again. Wow, what do you think? I mean... You get a call from the police in Florida or something, you know? Well, that is... Uh, uh, Daniel Cooney, we got your car. But, I mean, he would he would go off the radar sometimes. My father would not hear from him for a long time. Then he would he'd just show up. Sometimes he would show up. You know, always... I, but, I mean, like, what a storyteller. Yeah. Oh, my God. Do you God, remember him story telling story. stories? Oh, yeah. Hysterical. He once told a story about driving on the Major Deegan in New York City with my mother and father when they were dating... And hitting a dog and it dying, and it was, I was, we, it, it, that's horrible, right? Yeah. My, I, my, my father told the story. I, I, I remember hearing the story growing up, and I'm always thinking, God, that's so so terrible. And like Danny Cooney wanted to pull over and take care of the dog, and my father being like, You can't. We're on a major highway. You can't pull over. You have to keep going. The yeah. dog, the dog's going. It was a terrible story. It was a life lesson. 
when I heard him tell it at my wedding, like not during the ceremony, like everybody having drinks at 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 the um, engagement party, as a matter of fact. Your dad told the wedding, or his no, old no, no, roommate? no. I walked over. Danny Cooney happened to be telling the story to one of the bridesmaids. Oh, okay, he was there. Okay, in tears, hysterics. I hear the part about hitting the. I'm I'm cracking the fuck up. I couldn't believe it was the funniest thing I ever heard in my life. <laughs> it was incredible. I I was. I was in awe. I was I was in awe of so the, the talent. Certainly, his his version of the story. There was detail, comedic details added. No, it was, it just, was just the it way was he told the it. The way you just told it. Yeah. Oh well. He's also he cracking really, up he hysterically really while he's telling it. So, oh okay. I mean, he had an infectious, <laughs> you know, laugh. That, that just yeah, like that squeaky wheel. That just, does I help. Mean, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, and he meant it. That's great. Yeah, I don't like it when that's someone's thing and they don't necessarily mean it, like oh, Jim, Jimmy Fallon, where they like are laughing while they're talking. Yeah, oh, you as mean a defense mechanism. Everything I do on this podcast. Oh, stop it! You're that's you're the most oh, genuine person in the car. That's right, Karen. That's I'm why you're filled to my neck and that's shit. That's right. That's why. That's why I get to drive. Is because I laugh the most. Well, I'm glad you're. I, I, Matt, when I drive and then podcast, it's very difficult for me to multitask. I've said that many times. I understand. But I he's actually like I, done it. He's he's done the sound for the podcast while driving. It's and pretty you felt amazing. you felt good about it at the risk of everyone's yeah. life in the car. It never I, seemed like we were at risk, though. Well, I'm an excellent driver. <laughs> She's not going to lie to you. We just covered that. Oh, thanks. <laughs> you're right. No. I feel like I used to do this in high school because when I, I was I was captain of the swim team for two years, oh. and then uh, we didn't have a pool facility at the high school, so it was kind of older kids who had cars and whatnot would drive underclassmen. Yep. And uh, me being the stud that I was, Karen, <laughs> my car was filled with beautiful freshman girls. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, some of them would complain. I'd be like, you're banned from my car, baby. <laughs> Why would they complain? About, like, the music. They wanted to listen to Kicks 106. And I'm like, no, we're listening to WBRU. <laughs> you're like, this is going to be all Rush. That's right. No, we're going to listen to Cake, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, freshman girls. They don't know. They, they don't know what's good. They don't. They really don't. Kick 106. You know, <laughs> the worst trying, trying to give everybody a turn sitting in the front seat next to me, make everybody feel special. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's one of those things looking back, I had no idea how good I had it. Being the captain of the swim team? Sure, sure. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, that's like good. I always, I really regret that I was so, growing up I had asthma, so I was never athletic. And I mm-hmm. realized there were people that just got really good practice. Right. Like, it, exercise became... But just part of their day. Right. That's when like I was a kid, what feels normal. Always running around. Yeah. Yeah. Or like if you're on the swim team, then you like mm-hmm. that's insane aerobic exercise for what three hours a day every day. It's right. Amazing. But but what I also learned, and I'm really real, and it took me a long time to really believe it, is that no matter what the case is, everybody feels like shit. <laughs> <laughs> You know? I think you're right. Everybody thinks that they're weird, that it's them, yeah. that it's like they're a pervert, that they're like every <sighs> terrible thing that we think about ourselves is how everybody feels. Yep. And it's and it's it sounds so simple. It's too simple. It's one of those things where it, like it took years for it to dawn on me. Something I would say a lot like, oh, well, everybody feels that way. Yeah. And be like, Jesus Christ, everybody feels that way. I had, we we had a, I can't remember, it was one Christmas or something, I was driving with my friend. Sure. 
who was the most popular girl in our class. She nice. was she always won like sweetheart and she was our homecoming queen and everyone the sweetheart adored contest. Her. What's that? She won Sweetheart? Yeah, That's a that contest? Like at Valentine's Day? Oh, okay. Oh, I got you. Sweetheart dance and all that? Oh, I didn't. Uh, we didn't do that. We were talking about high school, and this is, you know, this was three years ago. And she goes, it's weird. I just never felt like I fit in. And I was like, you were the thing crazy? everyone was trying to fit in like. Yeah. Isn't and that she, funny? It was crazy. I was just, it, it, it wasn't until that moment where I realized how that it really is completely true across the board. Yeah, when I talk to right. people I went to high school with, I they're always like telling me stories about me being awesome in some way and I was I hated high school. I thought everyone hated me. I was angry. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be there. I uh, I was upset every day, I thought, and then they're like, "Oh, Someone said I used to be able to run and do a front flip and keep running. I'm like, what? I never did that. I, well, he saw it. Fucking uh, Libby saw it. You do it all the time, bro. Well, I used to do it all the time. You just run and flip, and you're filled with joy. I'm like, really? I was writing I hate my life over and over on a piece of paper. So yeah, it's it all re- perspective. It's, it's all choice. It's what it is. Yeah. It's, it's totally choice. Or I'm schizophrenic. Well, well it, it's, it's it's a choice to be to, schizophrenic. No, 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 <laughs> certainly not. To believe it, to believe that you are. Well, but but to to believe that it it then that it's bad, right? When when it's not, it's not bad to have emotions. You know, it's not yes. bad to have feelings, and I'm it's not just, bad to have ideas. Just now figuring that out. Yeah, in my not life. bad to make mistakes because it's not permanent. That's the thing. It's right. like that's it took me forever, I think like 10 years of therapy to realize that if I had feelings or thought things were a certain way, I just had to wait an hour or a day and it was be it would be completely different. It's just bizarre. When things feel bad, it feels like it's going to be that way forever. No kidding. And it's not. That's why it's so disappointing when young know, people that's... kill themselves. I know. <laughs> Let that's... me go there. Hey, oh. I thought I'd take it there. <laughs> Well, that's it is. It's true. Well, it's true. It's like, that's oh, the man. lie. That's the lie of now. Oh. It's like, oh, that's happening to me right now. Yeah. It's like, well, now is forever, but it's 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 not always going to be like yeah. this. No. It won't be like now. Or are we near the grove? What's going on? What yeah. are all these the cones? stupid punch bug. I mean, <laughs> I, I just, I, I'll drop dead what? that the woman is... Asian driving that car. <laughs> I'll drop dead of shock. If it, like New York City introduced me to racism, Los Angeles proved to me that stereotypes are all correct. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, what did she do? I, I mean, she was clear. She was ignoring signal. I mean, it, it, some of these some of these women out here are, <laughs> I mean, a, abysmal drivers. It is, and and, and it, it is. I'm, I I I I refuse to believe it's all Asian women. But I am confident enough to say it on a podcast wow. it always, at all times that it is far too many of them for it to be. A I do. I don't. I do notice that when I see that, and then I see it again, I, I always go, "Oh no! Don't be! Don't! Oh, don't reinforce that <laughs> in my brain." The I'm, thing I'm, I know because you I'm are. like, oh, you, "How can it be possible? It's, it's not the same women each time." I mean, there are a lot of. Uh, terrible drivers in the city, though. No doubt. Yeah. Terrible. And some are Maybe old white speak- men. Yes. Uh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> Many. Maybe it just speaks to the amount of the fact that Asian women are the dominant 
person on the planet. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Maybe it's just a sheer numbers game. <laughs> Maybe it's oh, not you're right. Nice. Like population wise. Population wise, it's Asians and women. So there you go. Oh wow. So in your face. In we, your face. We do what we want in the car on the road. And we just... That's what a hu- That's what a person from planet Earth looks like. <laughs> An Asian woman. Yeah. It's not. You- we're the weirdos. <laughs> For sure. Fuck that. I love weirdos. I like it. Oh goodness. An evening with William Defoe at the silent movie theater. <gasps> I'm a, I'm a, I'm a. I have a reoccurring dream of where I am meeting Willem Defoe and I go to shake his hand and instead he pulls it to his face and bites off my fingers. No. Really? And then I notice there's gills on his neck. I don't know. I've had it a couple times. That is the most amazing dream. I'm not kidding. Wow. <laughs> Willem Dafoe is part fish. He is. He's an aquatic looking man. And he try and he like he actually bites your fingers off. Yeah, he just he just makes a scary face and he's got a big mouth. Him and Tilda Swinton, I think, are both they are the sea creatures responsible for those tunnels you mentioned. <laughs> they have gills. They can be underwater for would, hours at a time. I would love to find out something that insane. Just one thing like that in my lifetime. Not like... To find out that a famous actor is part fish? Yes. Yeah. I just want a little something before I go that's like that. <laughs> where that's a big reveal and it's not like... Oh, can you believe Kim Kardashian's big old oiled ass? Yes, I can. It's the easiest thing in the world to believe. I want something that's super unbelievable to happen. I almost got into an argument with someone over how photoshopped it was. And it's I was so like, very photoshopped. I'm like, it's the most photoshopped thing in the world. Were they trying to say it's, it wasn't photoshopped? No, they were saying, oh, no, yeah, it's photoshopped, but like uh, like lighting and stuff. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It, it is a different human being. Yeah. Photoshopped. Yeah, her the, tiny her, little waist. Yeah, the waist. Come on. The waist Come on, kills get me. out of here. The Barbie, I don't get my period waist. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all hinges and no genitals right. or nipples right. waist. <laughs> Uh, somebody uh, on Twitter, somebody said that it looked the in the unretouched original photo. It looked like her left butt cheek was <laughs> whispering a secret to the right one because <laughs> it was kind of like her weight was on the other. Oh my god, it made me laugh so hard. Oh, you can see the uh, untouched. Not that I'm gonna look it up. I have oh, other go, things to do. You should really look. I it have up. other things to do. <laughs> what do you have to do? Oh, I have to go home and edit this podcast. Oh, that's right. And you probably have laundry since you've been on the road for three weeks. I came back with clean laundry. How? I did laundry on the road twice. That makes a bag lighter. For three weeks, I brought just a backpack of clothes and I washed them. What's she doing? I don't know. I love looking at people. (laughs) This woman has a half She's a kid. She's like 18. Yeah. Uh, she's got some high-waisted jeans and a half shirt on. I think it has everything to do with her being on the street, yeah. Karen. Gabbing on a phone that's probably not even on. <laughs> it's just filled with candy. <laughs> it's one yeah, of those candy phones. One of those candy phones. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go trick some people. I used with to love my the fake uh, fruit juice that came in the gr- plastic grenades. What? It, they, it, they, they were plastic. They shaped shaped like grenades. Right? Uh-huh. And then it had like oh, I remember. Yeah, fake grape or fake orange. That is just straight up goes straight to your ankles. Yeah, and then the top. <laughs> this is the best part, Karen. Is the top? It would pull open like a 
a San Pellegrino, uh-huh. where like you had to. So it's like you're pulling the pin on the grenade. Yeah, what? it's so cool. I remember that yeah. too. That was. They you're must right. still make it. What a good memory you have. I uh, it, it that's comes the best. It, it comes in handy sometimes. I made a uh, promote <laughs> like when I do an art for a living. I mm-hmm. I made what looked like it was a CD-ROM. I just thought it'd be kind of a cool way to have a book of art to show people. So I used jewel cases for CDs, and then ordered. But this is before people were handing over. So people got all excited, but inside, I had ordered a bunch of those bubblegum CDs. Oh, yeah. So it was just a piece of bubblegum. Oh. I thought that was maybe the best marketing thing I've ever done. <laughs> I've never seen bubblegum CDs. I was like CDs. 20 years old. What? Why? I don't even do that stuff now. I can't even get a t-shirt whipped up for our podcast. Oh, but you're going to. We're going to. Yeah, I'm working on it. We're going to make t-shirts. Matt, and mugs. Mm-hmm. And you'll posters. get a free one. You're going to get a free t-shirt. Because you have been a guest. Love it. Right? Should it be only guests and people who buy the T-shirts, or something kind of exclusive? Well, guests get it for free. I think exactly. We, yes. Oh no! What you, it is twelve ninety nine for guests. Yeah, yeah. Oh. That's friends and family discount. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, know that when you pay that, other people, uh, civilians, are paying fifteen. So. Yeah. It's not a bad deal. Yeah. You know what's fun is like when you guys start picking up a lot of steam. You should have on a stunt man, and then when the interview's over, he should roll out of the still moving <laughs> car. <laughs> That's, That's a great a, idea. Such like a the good interview idea. is leading up to that moment. Yes. So far, the only uh, guest to do stunts was uh, Adomian. He was opening and closing the door and getting out and in. Yeah. That's typical. That was scary. It was very scary. It, it was, was fun. <laughs> typical Adomian. Oh, cool. Yikes. Peeled out. That scared me. Anytime screeching noises are behind me, you know what it takes me back to, Karen. <laughs> now, you don't like <laughs> Zang Cow Chicken? A fateful what? night of. What? Oh, I love Zankow chicken. What do you? Did someone say Zankow like chicken? I love it. I love it. I thought maybe it was Jamie Lee who didn't like it. Uh, we got no, Zankow chicken it. one night, and then it was. It's the best. Someone didn't like it, and I was like, "This is the best." No, it's yeah, the best. I'm confused by it's probably Joe. Not it's that. probably Joe DeRosa. Oh, Joe! Oh, Joe! If everybody likes it, you <laughs> won't. Oh, Joe! <laughs> when Matt and I worked together, he would make up songs that. I think may have carried me through. They may have saved my life. <laughs> and one of them was for our, our friend Joe DeRosa, who I think you know, right? Chris? I kind of know him, yeah. Stand-up comic. Mm-hmm. And he always was complaining about everything all the time. And then <laughs> when he would get real down and real upset, Matt would come in, waving his arms back and forth, kind of like Bugs Bunny, when Bugs Bunny would do the like hat and cane routine. Sure, sure. And what was the song that you'd sing to Joe, Matt? would be like, oh, Joe, I love you. Oh, Joe, I love you. Oh, Joe, I love you. Oh, Joe. <laughs> oh, Joe. <laughs> I yeah. and there was one version. It was a, it was a said, takeoff on something that a guy at WWE would sing. Oh, really? Yes, but uh, it, it. Full it, circle. It was full circle. We've come full circle. Well, I'm sorry we didn't take you to a high octane comedy show where you could perform and melt the faces off the patrons. No, let's go to a Burger King. I mean, I don't want to subject the kids to listening to me eat, but I certainly. Oh no, wait, no. Uh, Glennis is bringing me home dinner. Never mind. Oh, oh that's right. She's bringing right. you. Uh... Didn't I fun? Didn't I fun? Mm. Never heard of such a dish. Oh, oh, well, it's the name of the place. Oh, you wouldn't like it. Oh, you wouldn't oh, like it. It's too much MSG. Oh, you wouldn't enjoy it. Would you rather eat? <laughs> I'd see I went rock and rolly. <laughs> oh, Joe, I love you. Joe, I love you. Uh, what else should we talk about, guys? Well, uh, we are reaching the show's conclusion. Yeah. I mean, time-wise, I don't know why everything has to be based on time. 
Well, passing. I think, you know, I think people can take a certain amount of yeah. three fools in a car. Right, right. And then you're like, okay. Well, I'm glad you two well, were here. driving around. I love that. Probably an hour. Yeah, about an hour. We do, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, do, yeah, 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 we do about an the hour. The perfect time for any show of substance or comedy is 90 minutes. And, well, and, and people in America don't appreciate that. I <laughs> no, like they really I, don't. Yeah, SNL gets away with it. I yeah, no one else of, can stand anything longer. Than right, and then 30. the Today Show has then just mutated itself into this five-hour just ex- shit extravaganza. I'm, I have a low, I have a short attention monster. span nowadays too. I, I was like, I saw that uh, oh, what too many cooks thing, and I was like seventeen minutes long, and I'm like, oh, I can't sit through this. <laughs> and then it uh, melted my tits off. Yeah. Oh wait, there's the Burger King. Oh, oh you have home cooked oh, meals coming. You get Thai food. What um what food do you like to get at Burger King, Matt? Uh, a double waffle with cheese, please. Mm. I do believe the McRib has returned. Actually, you know what? I'm not oh, gonna... yeah, that's right. It comes back every Ford truck month. <laughs> and usually it falls right in line with Lobster Fest. Lobster Fest? Oh, God. Cheese, biscuit. What's it? Biscuit Bay? Cheddar Bay Biscuits. Canadian talks about... Oh, God. I ate that once and it was delicious. The Cheddar Bay Biscuit? Yeah, but it goes like, like those fruit grenades. It goes straight to your... Big swelling ankles. Yeah, it's not good for you. Yeah, um, no. let, let, let me let me tell you something. Okay. Okay. Um, what are we on? Hollywood. Yeah, Highland, and Sunset. Sunset and Highland. Let's go down to Sunset, sunset Grill. And we're stop on at Sunset. The, are we? We're on Sunset. We're on Sunset. Yes. Oh, this is Sunset. The, where, do you, where do you want to There's going to be another Burger King coming up. Oh yeah, down by you. Yep. Sure. Because let me tell you something. <laughs> I'm not gonna see my wife for hours and hours. For hours. And oh really? Yeah, we can do a drive-through. Wait, oh, she's yeah. coming for with the home cooked meal, but it's not for another couple hours. Exactly. Oh, we need to get you some burger. Because she's at work. Right. Uh, she works at a fancy place. Home cooked meal coming from the restaurant. How long have you been married? I've been married uh, three years. Do you like it? Do you? I do love you, it. You love it? Yeah. Good. I yeah. sometimes think I should be married. Or do you have kids? No. Do you think you're going to make some babies? Uh, I mean, we talk about it, but it's also, we talk about how it's not going to happen anytime soon. Right, right. Well, good. You're both on the same page. Yeah. you got to have money. Yeah. Babies, you know. Not that I don't actually know your financial situation, but in Los Angeles, doesn't it seem like you have to be kind of rich? It seems like you should. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, because you're not going to send them to public school. Like, you have to be able to pay for private school here. I got to, I got to pull some coin together to keep my ass alive yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean it's it's 14 bucks for dog food every few weeks <laughs> yeah i get i get my dogs the rachel ray kind and every time i'm like this is just the same shit as all the other stuff you're just buying it because rachel ray's name's on it <laughs> and paying 10 extra dollars but the other stuff i'm afraid is made of ashes or bones or whatever <laughs> you know how they always have like everyone Guys, dog food? Anyone? <laughs> Ashes yeah. and bones? Yeah, they like um I think it was Iams came oh, out no. and they like a bu- they had a huge recall because it was all literally they make their dog food out of ash. Where did they con- do they also run a crematorium and I then think they so. got confused? It's See, like it's we, a Sweeney Todd. I labeled a bag dog, but I didn't realize in that bag was actual dog remains and yeah. ugh, we got there's a mix up in the food conveyor belt. 
And that's now, awful. Now dogs are all cannibals. Well, I know that I can't afford to have a baby because I quite I can I myself only I eat baby food because I'm so poor. <laughs> I'm living on baby food. That's something Joey Badafuka used to say. Really? Yeah, and then there's a uh, a, soul, a soul coughing. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. And there's a soul coughing song. Uh, I think. What did they call it? The Long Island Lolita. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where he, he said, it, my, like Doty starts screaming that at one point at the end of the song. He's like, "I'm living on baby food. <laughs> She's a liar." Everything she says is a lie. <laughs> that story was so crazy because that was kind of pre tab- yeah. tabloid TV and everything. That really set it off. It was that really set it off. Total hard. insanity, Mary Jo yeah. Buttafuoco. Because up until that point, it was I feel like it was always just celebrities, and then wild local news stories were just yeah. kind of crime and whatnot. But then that that became. The living soap opera. Yes. That that fucked the news industry forever. Yeah. Especially in New York. That and uh, the John Wayne Bobbitt story. Right. And, they, and it felt like they were on top of each other. And then and Nancy Kerrigan, forget yeah. it. Now you've got a Magnus <laughs> <Forget> Opus. <laughs> the young it. gun, the Long Island Lolita. The young gun, the Long Island Lolita. <laughs> that's the new uh, would I think that's in the song. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, it's amazing. It, oh, it's definitely in the song. That's why I know it. <laughs> uh, we are passing a big Arby's. I had Arby's the other night, and I'm not proud. Okay. But it didn't give me doesn't, terrible digestive doesn't problems. Doesn't their roast beef come out of a caulking gun? <laughs> I, well, I, I hope so. It's, I it's hope that's ashes. what that was. Pretty sure. <laughs> I asked the young man to shoot the roast beef into my mouth. <laughs> From across the room. And then I closed my eyes, and I assumed everything went to plan. <laughs> Arch that pink stuff right into my face, sir. <laughs> Shoot that roast beef gun into my face, young man. Shoot it from we're across not, the room. We're not allowed to do that. Okay. <laughs> okay, uh, mister. This is on you, mister. <laughs> and then it was. Where's I also part? remember at the time, like on Comedy Central, they did like, somebody did a song that they would play a lot about Joey Botafuco, and like the background, it was like, like the guy going like, butterfuka, 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 butterfuka. <laughs> like, what? I, it, it transcended, and then it was like him singing the song about. It transcended Joey, what? That that, that <laughs> it transcended a news story. It became part of America. Yes, yes, you're exactly right. Like the Kennedy assassination. <laughs> that people try to say 9/11 was my generation's Kennedy assassination. It was. Do you remember Joey Buttafuoco and 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 what was the girl's name? Uh, Fisher. And Amy, Amy Fisher. Fisher trying to shoot Mary Jo Buttafuoco in the in the head. And Not trying to shoot shot her in the head. He t- successfully. Successfully. But she wouldn't go down. That's right. And what Let was the famous joke? Do we all remember? Oh, knock knock. knock. Who's, Who's there? there? Bang bang. Amy Fisher, your dad. <laughs> oh God! What a classic. <laughs> We're about to go through the Burger King drive-thru. Should we wrap it up? Let's wrap it up like well, we're going to unwrap. It. I'm not going to eat it. We a can, McRib. I, I think people want to hear this experience. Oh. Unless they don't. We're, well, how long are, over are we? Are we so over? We are over. 
It's over. It's over. Oh, that's a bad move, Crash Cross. <laughs> Here, let's just go through the uh, drive-thru. Yeah. Um, You're going to get emails, uh, people Matt, saying, like, what happened? I, uh, what happened in the drive-thru? I bet we're going to order some food and then make some snarling noises. Matt, do you have any shows coming up you want to plug? Um, I can't think of any off the top of my head. No. It's always it's a hard question. I never can either. I know. And then you're done, and you're like, "Wait, I have one in twenty minutes." Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, I uh, go on iTunes. Give us a good rating, right? That's a thing you're supposed to rate. We always have yeah, to say sure. that. Um, and thank you. Oh, to, uh, listen. Well, listen to yeah. We Watch Wrestling. Listen oh. to the We Watch Wrestling. Oh, podcast. of course. Go to WeWatchWrestlingPodcast.com. That's what I'm going to do. And also go to iTunes. I have my uh, stand-up CD that I put out a few years ago. Come clean. You can listen to that. I want to nice. hear that. There you go. That's a real plug. There you and, go. That's uh, the plug we were looking for. There thank you, you to uh, Julia W. Harrison, who's helping. Uh, oh yes, helping at us all so things much. comedy. Uh, revitalizing Julia. our desire Julia Julia <laughs> and uh, this has been terrific and you've been listening to Do You Need a Ride D-Y-N-A-R Are you leaving or are you on your way back home either way we want to be there doesn't matter how much baggage you claim give us time and date terminal and Send you off in style. We wanna welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Malcorn. Uh, with Karen and Chris.